0: recognize it or Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show, glad to have you along. I don't know what it's gonna be like tomorrow at this time. Nasty, I guess. The uh weather forecast says it's going to snow three to four inches overnight, starting about midnight tonight. And then it is going to turn to sleet and drizzle, then get warm, start to melt, then get cold again, freeze again, and then a little bit more snow. When will that be? Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Uh, we got—I'm going to guess—we got five to six on Sunday. We yeah, we, had big flakes, and I had a lot of snow to clear off the driveway.
1: We had four and a half in Morrow County.
0: Yeah, so uh, this is bad when it hits <laughs> these hours. Yeah. Although I would imagine they will pretreat the roads, and sometimes that's a blessing because it melts when it hits. Mm. Sometimes it's not a blessing if it melts, and then gets really it cold, freezes, and it freezes, right. and then you just make it worse.
1: I just saw I, – I follow a lot of weather geek people mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm an advanced spotter for the National Weather Service. Mm-hmm. I took both of the classes. I th- I'm really into it. And uh, someone just posted a, a change. I have not had a chance to look at the National Weather Service portion of this, but a change to four to six inches for Delaware County.
0: Yeah, it's supposed I, to be worse oh north. Oh, my goodness. Union yes. County and Delaware County are supposed to get it worse than – franklin and licking and yeah. some of the counties south right. yep so we'll see Oof. um is this a common thing like my kids go to a private school and in my knowledge they have never canceled school is that a thing like because they have kids coming from all different districts they don't cancel school because well, my kids home district canceled school yesterday which i thought was kind of a not necessary but they did it um but i don't recall that their private schools ever canceled school
1: very rare my daughter went to Catholic schools for part of her years mm-hmm. in, um, uh, in, at St. Michael in Worthington. And um, if Columbus Public closed in those days, then St. Michael would close. Other than that, maybe Olentangy because a lot of the kids were bused from Olentangy. But so many kids are in the private schools are um, driven by their parents, and the school knows that. Right. So they, they don't generally close if they can keep from it.
0: Yeah, I I told my kids today, they weren't very happy about it. I said, look, if it's really nasty tomorrow morning, I'm not going to worry about getting you to school by 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just not. I'm not going to put their safety in jeopardy sure. or my own safety in jeopardy. Uh, so I told you after the first of the year that we had a 15-year-old girl who I believe was the second murder victim of the year. The first murder victim of the year was a 23-year-old man who had on his record five car thefts, including two high-speed car chases with police in which he crashed the stolen car. He was not in jail, hence he was out walking around, got into a dispute with a guy who shot and killed him. The 15-year-old girl was found dead in the street of a gunshot wound. About a week ago, they issued a warrant for the arrest of a 14-year-old boy Uh, who goes by the name Mike Mike. His name is Michael McCurdy. Uh, He was arrested about 9.30 this morning in the North Linden area. And he was arrested, uh, I believe, because he was uh, involved in a high-speed chase. So the whole car theft thing is the common thread that runs throughout... A lot of these incidents. Uh, Mike McCurdy and another teen led officers through three central Ohio highways where they reached speeds of more than 100 miles an hour. This chase, they did not crash. The, The chase ended. The two were able to run away from officers. His juvenile court record shows he has faced dozens of charges dating back to 2021, including assault, receiving stolen property, resisting arrest, failure to comply with the court's order of wearing a GPS ankle monitor. Do we notice a trend here? Do we notice a trend here? It's not just here, Okay. America was revolted about, I'm going to guess, six months ago. There was a woman in L.A. pushing a stroller in an alley. Along comes a car, runs her over. Miraculously, the child was not seriously hurt. Miraculously, she was not killed. A good Samaritan in a truck... Saw this happen, and as the driver of the car, of course a juvenile, tried to get away, the truck crashed into the car to stop the juvenile from getting away. Well, update, over the weekend, that juvenile, surely, we got him on tape, running over a mom and baby. Certainly that juvenile's in jail, right? No, of course not. That juvenile's out and about. And what happened? He got murdered. So, again, I say this was framed by me, foolishly, as we have to put these people in jail because they make victims of others. And they do. But they themselves become victims. So this whole nonsense that is out there in, it's always a Democratic-run city. Always. Because are there any cities that are run by Republicans? No. This whole idea out there, oh, it's compassionate. No cash bail, very compassionate. Light sentences, very compassionate. You know, they grew up, in, like we had to call her to the show a year or so ago. You don't understand these kids. They grow up in such tough circumstances. I do understand they grow up in tough circumstances. I have empathy for that. You know why? I advocate for the positions that I advocate for? Because discipline, accountability, consequences, for actions are biblical principles. They are truth Principles. They are tried and true principles. They're principles that work. You bring change about by making the circumstances of changing more, less, excuse me, less painful than the circumstances of staying the same. That's how you do it. You give people a choice. Look, if you keep doing this, here's the consequences. So, Wouldn't it be better to stop doing this? Yeah, it would be better, yeah. If somebody steals a car and you let them out and they bear no consequences, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to continue to steal cars. Or they're going to do worse. And a lot of times now we're seeing it. they're, They're ending up dead. They're ending up victims themselves. So they have this kid in custody. He's 14 years old. What do you think happens to him? What do you think happens to him? 14 years old. Is this kid in jail in a year? I mean, he killed a girl. He might be in jail till what? He's 18 and he gets out. Is that Ohio law? Seems like it is. Will he be tried as an adult? He should be. You're telling me he's a juvenile. He doesn't understand crime and punishment. He's got dozens of charges dating back to 2021. 2021. Two years ago. Barely two years ago. Assault. Receiving stolen property. Resisting arrest. Failure to comply with the court's order of wearing a GPS ankle monitor. And now murder. And now murder. In addition to whatever other felonies he committed while being a part of this high-speed chase. Do you think if they had made it really uncomfortable for this kid in his first or second or third time in the system that he might have realized that this was a bad road down which he was proceeding? Do you think the 15-year-old girl might still be alive? I mean, what they tried didn't work. So, I wonder how people in areas of the city where these kinds of things happen often, I wonder how they expect them to change. Because you're voting for Shannon Harden and Andrew Ginther and all the people who have turned your city into a cesspool. Is that going to bring about change? Oh, Andy Ginter he'll get up and talk about social programs and midnight basketball and you know different approaches to reimagining police. Reimagine it. You know, they reimagine police. Do they ever reimagine punishment? Yeah, they just they just reimagine it away. They just make it go away punishment. And people continue to vote for that. Are the policies working? They're not working. They're not working. I hate to tell you, they're not working. You live in those areas of the city, you hear the gunfire, you ought to know they're not working. Yet the next time there's a congressional election, bet you vote for Joyce Beatty. Bet you do. Next time there's somebody who has a complaint against a police officer, bet Joyce Beatty will be right back here in Columbus on the street corner slugging a cop like she did at the George Floyd protest, not bearing a single consequence for it. It's on tape. she'll get reelected as long as she wants to as long as she doesn't get tired of taking taxpayer money my guess is she won't get tired of it anytime soon she's got a powerful position in in, uh in congress she's the head of the congressional black caucus she's bulletproof can't criticize her unless you don't care what happens when you criticize her and that happens to be the person you're listening to right now none of this is working like do they have a conscience they have a conscience at all Uh, Kudos to Channel 10. Uh, They played a story last night where they caught up with the family of the 22-year-old angel who was working at a Dollar Tree um, around Christmas. And the guy walks in with a machete and murders her. And we forget those stories because there's always another victim the next day. We're going to play you her story when we come back. You know, we talk about some of the horrific crimes that happened in the city of Columbus. There are so many of them that the newspaper of record doesn't even write about all of them. We had a 51-year-old man last night shot and killed at the Crazy Mule Bar and Grill, 6100 Cleveland Avenue. Uh, he was, the police say, shot and killed by a 25-year-old man. And tomorrow there will be another headline. And we just told you that the 15-year-old girl who was murdered, left to die in the street of a gunshot wound in early January, the arrest was just made of the 14-year-old boy who police say did that. The crime stories just pile up, one on top of the other, on top of the other. We had a mass shooting in suburban Los Angeles, what, two days ago? We had another one last night. Three and eight days in L.A. So the headlines never stop. They never cease. And you might remember from January the 1st, Upper Sandusky. A beautiful 22-year-old woman, um, Karis Rebel, recently married, was working at a Dollar Tree store. Guy walks in with a machete and murders her. There will be a story tomorrow somewhere in our country just as horrific. We don't often take the time to get to know the person. We tried to tell you about Kevin Sobnoski, the 22-year-old who was shot and killed at the Sheets gas station over by the airport just before Christmas. The more we learned about him, the more we maybe gained a different perspective on just how awful the degradation of cultural norms are in our city and in our country. I would imagine you will feel the same <clears throat> after hearing 10TV's report on what a special bright light. Karis Rebel was to the people who knew her in Upper Sandusky.
2: In Upper Sandusky, a dollar tree remains. But community members tell me
3: everything has changed. I feel like they're changed forever. We all are. Things will never be the same.
2: A memorial now stands in front of the store in remembrance of the young cashier, 22-year-old Karis Rebel, who lost her life in the machete attack on January 2nd.
3: She was just a bright light. To everyone that came in contact with her on Facebook the message
2: kind like Karis is shared by hundreds of community members along with stories of her bright smile and spirit with the world
3: I know exactly what smile they're talking about she just really was the best and nothing's gonna be the same
2: Ashley Greenick Karis's aunt says Karis had just graduated from school and married the love of her life Jordan Reebel. Her favorite hobby, pulling pranks on her husband and making TikToks.
3: We're so excited to get married. She knew what she wanted in life and she was almost there.
2: She says her mission was to spread the love of God.
3: She had such a love for the Lord that it was so admirable. I mean, everyone looked up to her.
2: A faith that now comforts the family in a time they say is shocking and heartbreaking.
3: That was the comfort that immediately, the first thought I had, I was like, well, God, she's with you. We were just on borrowed time. She was just passing through here in this world. He needed her back, so we have to accept that, you know.
2: Her family says they are determined to keep Karis' mission alive, and so is the community.
3: She loved others um, with a love like Jesus, and she inspired others with the way she lived her life. We're so blessed to have had her for 22 years. She lives such a short life, but such a meaningful life.
0: The 27-year-old man who murdered her uh, was from North Carolina. Uh, said to have had no relationship with her at all. Uh, Wyandotte County prosecutors said that the attack was random, sudden, and unprovoked. And that he continued to attack Karis Rebel as she lay on the ground wounded from his initial attack. Uh, He had resided in Wyandotte County for less than six months. And I would certainly hope we'll never be able to walk the streets a free man ever again. Uh, The GoFundMe for Karis Rebel has raised uh, close to $50,000. So, um, you know, I hope that they succeed in establishing the memorial and the scholarship fund and all the things that they want to do to commemorate her life because she just sounds like such a wonderful, wonderful young lady. When you see the video of her smile, it really is um, captivating. And those of us who have uh, daughters can can only imagine uh, what this is like to have to go through something like this. It's not any more tragic when it's a a young woman. It was equally tragic when it happened to the young man from uh, the Mahoning Valley area, Kevin Sobnowski. I mean, just, just, these uh, wrong place, wrong time situations are, uh, are devastating for everybody involved. Now there's breaking news uh, at this hour. Apparently, Classified documents have been discovered at the home of former Vice President Mike Pence. So this is, this is really ridiculous, okay? This is really, really, really ridiculous that we have protocols in place for how classified documents are to be handled. And the people who are in the highest offices in our, in our land cannot observe these principles and practices. Uh, I put on Twitter today a question. Simple question. Would you be okay with this result? If both... No, here's the result. Here's the result. Would you agree to charging both Trump and Biden and Pence for their mishandling of classified documents? In a plea deal... Both agree not to run for president in exchange for no jail time. That that would be the penalty. Neither, neither one of you, none of the three of you can run for president. If you mishandle classified documents, you're done. We'll fold Hillary into that deal too. Any current politician who has mishandled or is proven to have hand, mishandled classified documents is banned from running for president. I would sign up for that right now. I would sign my name to that. And apparently I'm not alone. of you say yes. You would sign up for that deal. Now, I think most of my followers skew conservative. So, what does that tell you? These are supposed to be staunch Trump people. And almost 90% of them say yes, that'd be fine. Eliminate them from being able to run for office, for national office, if they've mishandled classified documents.